Have you ever wondered how really funny comedians write jokes? I know I have. I mean, is it all scripted or do they leave room for improvisation? And where do they even get their ideas for what might be funny? Will Anderson is one of Australia's most experienced comedians. And after more than 25 years in the business, Will filters so much of his day-to-day experiences through the lens of comedy. So how does Will approach writing a joke or making something that seems pretty ordinary, like the bookshelf in my Zoom backdrop, really, really funny? My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favorite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favorite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Will Anderson about writing comedy. So, Will, when you're trying to create a joke, how loosely or tightly are you scripting that and the, you know, the, the key points or things that you need to land on? I'm, I mean, eventually tightly. Um, not at the start. I try to keep it very loose at the start. As I said, that process of picking apart an idea. So, um, okay, so on the bookshelf behind you, uh, I love it, by the way. Obviously, not everybody can see this, but there's a bookshelf behind you. Uh, there's What I'm looking at at the moment is my first observation is that, like me, you color code your books as opposed to <laughs> alphabetize or, you know, uh, by, so I love that. So that's the first thing that I notice. I also notice that the bookshelf is different shapes. You know, there's different shapes and sizes like on that bookshelf, like, you know, so, which means that there's only certain books that you could put on different shelves because of the sizes of them, which affects the way that you would stack those, stack those books. I wonder if there's been a choice in the way the colors are arranged, if you've like designed it with the rest of the room, whether you like, you know, there is a procession from like blue to red to orange to yellow, uh, you know, uh, you've got a Dr. Seuss quote up there on the corner, like, you know, and, and, you know, so for me, my brain just starts to look at all these things and pick them apart and just think there's plants in the corner. I wonder if they're real plants. I wonder if in a room where you've got carpets, you've got plants on the shelves, are you watering those? Like, do you have to make sure that there's something under those plants that you don't have a spot there on the carpet that's going to get damp? Like, what is this room? Like, is this a place that you actually come to read or is it just like an office where you record that? Like, uh, is this the place where you read those books? Are those books they're in the background because you're trying to send some sort of signal when you do this podcast that like, look at me, I'm a person who reads books and this is like my background. <laughs> like, like these are just, I, I don't mean those, any of those things as like anything other than trying to give you an example of these are the thoughts that are constantly happening in my brain while we are like, I'm having this conversation with you, but all these things are also happening in my brain at the same time. So initially that's how everything gets examined. Wow. So if I am looking at, you know, my observations of what it's like to live in, you know, the anti-vax capital of Australia at the height of a global pandemic, originally I have thousands of thoughts about that. It's about trying to get through the noise to try and work out which of those thoughts are compelling or interesting or even just a place to start. 
So I want to ask, like on the on what you've been observing in the backdrop, where where then would the humour come in? Mm. Not sure yet. Like maybe it would be something like, um, yeah, if I was going to say this, it's like okay, like just for example, like and we're really just early on here. Is going is it mean to put you know plants? So next to the thing that plants are destroyed to make books, <laughs> like is that rude to the plants? Are there plants very just nervously there in the corner going, "I hope I never turn into a tree," and then somebody's going to chop me down and turn me into one of these books? <laughs> it's really like you know, I mean, this feels a little inappropriate to these plants, like making them seem so close to these books. You know, it might be something dumb like that, <laughs> or the idea that like literally on the other side you have, um, you know, there's there's. Dr. Seuss, there's paintings of plants that match the pots on the other side. And I'm like, you know, like the idea, I mean, to me, the comedic idea of how that was arranged, like the idea that that's a, one of the things we say on Gruen all the time is assume everything's on purpose. The first time that you do something, assume that every decision that someone has made, the fact that your jumper that you're wearing today matches the books that are immediately behind you, is that on purpose? Like, imagine if it was on purpose, what would that mean comedically? Now, that might absolutely go nowhere, right? But it's just about exploring that idea, thinking about how can I tear this apart to see if there's anything interesting in there that I can then rebuild. So that, firstly, it's about finding the ingredients, seeing if anything just appeals to me. What is the most compelling thing to me? What is the most compelling idea that I am observing here? And then trying to get rid of some of the other stuff so that you can concentrate on that more and then try to create something humorous out of the observation. If you like this excerpt from my chat with Will, you might want to go back and listen to the whole interview, which you can find a link to in the show notes. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me by listening to How I Work. If you're keen for more tips on how to work better, connect with me via LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm very easy to find. Just search for Amantha Imber. How I Work was recorded on the traditional land of the Wurundjeri people, part of the Kulin Nation. I am so grateful for being able to work and live on this beautiful land, and I want to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who did the audio mix and makes everything sound better than it would have otherwise. <laughs>